Christian took a seat on the sofa across the scarred pine coffee table. So, what happened? What happened? Billy nodded. Seeming to think it through, as he poked around in the end of the joint with a pencil and carefully inserted a rolled-up strip of cardboard torn from the pack of Rizzler rolling papers for a filter. He lit the joint and drew a lungful, holding it down before he spoke. "'The bastards tried to stitch me up,' he said, leaking smoke with every word. "'Wanted to cut my share down.' He pulled on the joint again making the business end glow like a demonic eye. "'You're joking,' said Christian. God, no wonder he was pissed. Billy exhaled smoke, took another big hit, and passed the joint, holding the smoke down for several seconds before releasing it in a slow stream from nostrils and mouth. "'No. They said I was paying too much for the stuff, and that they'd never agreed to that.' "'said they were going to take two thousand out of my share to make up the difference.' "'Billy frowned. "'I never reckoned them for such breadheads. "'Some cats are just too fucking greedy.' "'Oh, man,' said Christian, at a loss for anything better. "'I can't believe they did that. "'How did it happen? "'Hadn't you agreed prices beforehand? "'We'd agreed on a price range. "'Gotta have room to deal.' but once I'd set everything up, they conveniently forgot all about that. Christian had only brought dope back into the country a couple of times, from Morocco, and that had just been a few ounces for his own use. The thought of playing in Billy's League, of the sums of money involved, and the chances of betrayal, imprisonment, even death, scared the hell out of him. Billy seemed to thrive on it. So what are you going to do? Christian offered the half-smoked joint back, but Billy, who'd already started rolling another, shook his head. Christian took another puff. The hash tasted good, spicy and rich. Oh, it's done. What's done? He waited while his friend, apparently deep in thought, waved a match under the lump of hash and crumbled it into the joint twice what Christian would have used. Finally, Billy said, I cut them out of the deal. You what? Billy finished rolling the joint and examined it briefly before lighting it. Even back then, he was a perfectionist. I cut them out, and then I came home. He raised his eyes to meet Christian's, and shrugged. All Christian knew about Billy's financiers was that they were two Swiss guys Billy had met on the road on his last run. But even in the muddled, happy-go-lucky world of hippie dope deals, this sounded like a dangerous move. Wait, you told them you wouldn't work with them? Billy nodded vigorously. Yup. Fuckers tried to cheat me. I'm not risking my neck for them. Especially when I set them up a world-class deal. So they have to start all over again? Right. They won't find anyone in that whole valley to work with them, though. Christian ground out his own joint and took a sip of tea. He had a nice buzz going. Plus, added Billy, blowing a cloud of smoke, they'll have to find another 7,000 quid. Christian stared. 7,000? 
what do you mean? Hmm? I mean they lost a big chunk of bread. He met Christian's eyes, his smile bland, inscrutable. Not for the first time, Christian found himself both fascinated and annoyed by his friend's odd habit of delivering information in short, discreet bursts. He suspected Billy liked the listener to specifically request every item, maybe to make sure they were interested, but the tactic just made him feel he was slow on the uptake. Before he could say anything, Billy, perhaps sensing his irritation, went on, speaking slowly, as if to someone slightly dense or at least slightly stoned, which Christian definitely was. 